Let's go. What's up and happy new year, everybody. Welcome to Bingetown TV. We are back in the year 2021 and we are feeling great. How better to celebrate the new year by having the entire crew here to do what we do best. Talk about our favorite shows and debate the hell out of which are the best. First of all, everyone say what's up on three. One, two, three. What's up, everybody? Okay. All right. We've got three brackets happening and they are as follows. Streaming originals, comedy, and drama. Okay. Our first episode is going to be the coveted streaming originals bracket. That means Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, whatever it may be. What do you guys think? What's I'll going be on? honest. I'm a little blindsided because I thought we agreed to do comedy first. <laughs> but I'm okay with this. It's because you don't listen. But yeah, that's yeah. true. We're talking about One Piece over here. Okay, a couple things. These shows were handpicked by the seven of us, so it's not like we got a list off of the internet or whatever it was. We randomly put them in into the three different brackets. Not everyone has seen all these shows, so there might be some opinions that truly don't fucking matter. Hi, guys. My name's Dave, and I don't watch any TV shows, so that'll be me. But I'm somehow on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Somehow Love, I made it here. That's producer, producer Dave. Dave yeah. yeah. Uh, we're probably going to fight and get mad at each other. It's going to be fucking amazing. No, we're sober this time. It'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. Like, none of us are drinking, which is out of are control. We, yeah, <laughs> got a nice cup of sweet tea. Is there liquor in it? Who knows? Paul doesn't look too sober to me. <laughs> okay, who's ready for the first one? Me. Let's do it. All right. So our first bracket seed is Black Mirror from Netflix versus Netflix's Ozark. Jimmy, I'm going to throw it to you. Black Mirror or Ozark? I'm going Ozark. I I do like Black Mirror a lot, but I I thought Ozark was a great show. I think Ozark is just a knockoff Breaking Bad. And I'm already lower than on that than most people. And I fucking love Black Mirror. Black Mirror has some of the best like hour originals by Netflix, in my opinion, like White Bear, White Christmas. That love shit's it. my favorite. So I'm going to vote Black Mirror over Ozark. Yeah. And me as well. <clears throat> I'm the third who's seen both. Um, San Junipero is my favorite Black Mirror episode. I'm fucking obsessed. So yeah, I vote Black Mirror as well. Well, I think with the three of us, that's a good two verse one. And I'll stick with Ozark, but I do like you could no, no, you don't get the no but I'm no, I'm just saying I want to know why you guys haven't seen Ozark. Why haven't you clicked it? So the reason I haven't I've only seen Black Mirror, I've never seen Ozark. And the reason is it's kind of like going off of what Luke said. I've seen Breaking Bad. It just seems like Breaking Bad with Jason Bateman and less mm -hmm. good. Like nobody puts Ozark in their like top three all time. And I'm just like, I've seen Breaking Bad. I don't think this is going to be as good. I don't need to watch it. Black Mirror for its part is a very, very unique show. I, I don't know any show that's comparable to it. Like really? twist turns and they're just one hour specials on their own. And each one of them is so special. The one with the haunted house or it was the mm. VR haunted house. Yep. That, a good one. that messed me up the first time I saw it. that one was scary. And all of them are just so unique and cool. I've only seen the first season of Black Mirror. I haven't seen Ozark, but I feel like a lot more people recommended me to watch Black Mirror over Ozark. And same thing you guys said, similar to Breaking Bad. So I was like, I loved Breaking Bad. I don't want to ruin that kind of content with it. So and Black Mirror, the episodes, the, the ones that I saw, they really resonated with me. I can vividly remember each of those episodes so well. I haven't heard that Ozark is like a knockoff Breaking Bad. Yeah. I don't think it's really a knockoff. I think that if you haven't seen it, you would say that because of the premise. I think that if you want to say it's a less good version of Breaking Bad, well, I think Breaking Bad's a 10 out of 10, and maybe Ozark is an 8 out of 10 or something. Mm. Even if it's a 7 out of 10, it's good. I mean, I will say, though, that I did like Black Mirror a lot, and you guys kind of are convincing me, that, but I am, I mean, <laughs> I honestly am 
a big fan of Ozark. See, okay, let me jump in. I liked Ozark, but I was, so I watched it in quarantine all three. I haven't been watching it for years. It was pitched to me as season three is out of control. It's going to blow your mind. And it is like even keeled the whole time. Like there's some drama. It's good. I like it. And it's interesting to see Jason Bateman in that role. He's still the same. Like he, he's the same comedy yeah. beats are exactly the same in Ozark. And it's kind of weird to see him in that. I liked it, but I was waiting for my brain to explode for three. And I was like, listen, I'm sad. We're in quarantine. It's early quarantine. I'm sad. It's so dark visually the whole time. Like sometimes I was watching it and I'm like, the screen's so dark. I don't even know what's happening. Ozark would TV. be Ozark would be a really good show in our drama section. Like, okay. I mean, it's, but I'm just saying, like, it's it's <laughs> yeah. a dark drama. And yeah, and I think, again, uh, the people that don't like Breaking Bad think almost the same thing of Breaking Bad, that it's slow and dark and, and yeah. it's not. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are I would say Breaking Bad definitely has more like, whoa, things happen than Ozark. Yeah. I but, like that curly hair girl in Ozark. She's awesome. Julia yeah, Louis, I was just going to say the supporting cast of Ozark yeah. outside of the main character, which Jason Bateman is the man, but he's nothing compared to uh, Brian Cranston. But everybody else in the family of Ozark, I feel is better than the family of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll just wrap us up with my two cents is that Black Mirror is way more accessible because it's episodic, episodic. Yep. It's very true. Mm-hmm. Um, you can just watch one episode season one. You can watch an episode from season two while Ozark gets to sit down and commit to watching all the seasons. And the second part of why I haven't seen Ozark is that the only time I ever see it pushed is me like scrolling on Twitter and people being like, oh, this show's really good. Or someone asks for recommendations and someone says Ozark. There's no one in my life that has really pushed it, you know, in front of my face so much. Yeah. And I will say for me personally, I don't know if it's I'm stubborn with TV shows, but I feel like if I don't find a TV show myself me watching one it takes a lot for yeah. someone to like push me to actually watch that's, it that's an interesting point kyle because i am in your life and i haven't said it to you yeah, and you i haven't. and i really you know like if you said what do i need to watch next i wouldn't think of ozark as the show to watch next but i also wouldn't say black mirror so so you even said that we were starting to convince you of black mirror. yeah so right it seems like of the people that have seen both were definitely two to one, maybe like it could be two and a half, two and a half, yeah. two and a half to like, a half. And this is an all, in- th- all four of us have watched Black Mirror. This is an interesting that. first one to pick because I'm not fighting to the death on it, you know. And there are going to be ones that we're going to fight yeah. to the death. I'm going to end this with yeah, saying one. episode one, Black Mirror. You see him fuck a pig. I'm in. Okay, <laughs> so Black Mirror wins. Our second matchup. This is going to be a fucking clean sweep, and I know it. Our sweet sweet Carnival Road does not stand a chance against. This year's juggernaut Netflix is the Queen's Gambit. I'll be honest. I really thought you were going to say cursed and not the Queen's Gambit. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. The Queen's Gambit. I'm going to say it like the Queen's Gambit is Netflix's number one original ever. People have been watching a seven episode show about fucking chess all over the world. Constantly. This whole crew has been playing chess. We love chess before. We've been playing chess so much since. I was just going to say, I haven't even seen the TV show, but it's impacting my life. I've played more <laughs> games of chess in the past week than I have in the past like four years of my life. So, okay. So this show has literally changed my entire fucking life. Like <laughs> I play so much goddamn chess now. And it's just like, just my one of my favorite hobbies. And I also will say that Anya Taylor-Joy mm. is fantastic. I think she won Entertainer of the Year in 2020. As just, you know, she was in Peaky Blinders. She was in Queen's Gambit. Uh, you know, she's she was in all the Split and Gl- Mr. Glass movies. Mm-hmm. She's fucking dope. 
I'm passionate about the Queen's Gambit. I like Carnival Row. I was the one that pitched it for the podcast and, you know, we ran through it. And I think as a, as a group, we liked it, but it was nothing really, really special. And Queen's Gambit was unbelievable. It's, a not, it's sitting at a 97% on Rotten Tomatoes right now. Mm-hmm. Everyone should watch that fucking show and that's getting my vote. Maybe we should have a uh, viewer battles or whoever listens, whoever thinks that they could beat our Luke in chess. We should have a challenge. I off. would love yeah, we should see. that. We challenge our podcast listeners to beat our friend Luke. Hit right us here. up at Benstown TV if you <laughs> yeah. want to face Luke. Winner gets merch. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, I like that. All right, we're doing it. That is set in stone. Winner gets merch, baby. And I know yeah. um, we didn't really say anything about Carnival Row. I think we all agree, obviously, that it's not going to win. But the one comment I will make as part of the, the Romies that did the Carnival Row is... On the outside of inside jokes, it's just the word. <laughs> <laughs> I have to pitch something real quick though about Carnival Row is that the second season is coming out from Amazon this year. And I heard I heard it's gonna be this summer, like it's July, I think. Perfect. And I'm gonna feel a lot more comfortable recommending this show to people once the second season goes through because the first season's a lot of slow world building, mm-hmm. but it has two A-list actors being Cara Delevingne and Orlando Bloom, and it's made by Amazon, so the potential's there, but right now yeah. it's just not better than The Queen's Gambit. Uh, Yeah, I'll just throw in my two cents. Queen's Gambit was incredible, and the fact that it went through like 34 rewrites and got denied for like over 10 years or something ridiculous <laughs> like that, and to be in number one, it just speaks about how good the story actually is. So that's got my vote. It's tough to compare the first season of an ongoing show with a standalone a standalone single season show like The Queen's Gambit. That said, I received a chess set for Christmas and <laughs> I'm excited to have it. This got an entire country, maybe the world. I feel like the Queen's world. Gambit is worldwide hooked on chess. Queen's Gambit going through to the next yeah. round. Yeah, times you took the words right out of my mouth. It's a limited series that has a beginning and the end. Luke was saying Carnival Row season one is world building. Maybe when Carnival Row finishes, we can talk about it again in however many years. But right now, Queen's Gambit, 100%. I'll say what the day after Queen's Gambit dropped on Netflix, I was it, it was there was a banner. And there was absolutely no promos for it. And I saw that red hair and those big eyes looking over that chessboard and my hand just gravitated. I was like, click. Yeah, I love her fucking fit. There's like um, alcohol bottles on the chest table. Yeah. She's so cool. Okay. Anyway. All right. So Queen's Gamut is the winner of that one. So the next we've got another binge town coverage show. The Mandalorian. The Mandalorian versus Netflix's Mindhunter. Ooh. Okay. This is going to suck for me because this is actually one of the as of right now, I've seen both these shows. It's the first one that I can actually put my full two cents in. And I got to give it a second, honestly. I don't know why I started talking, but like, this is honestly, <laughs> this is so hard for me because I like Mindhunter. Oh my God. Like so Luke good. recommended it to me and I binged the fucking shit out of it. Like it was just unbelievable. Like I just love the psychology behind it all. And The Mandalorian obviously has just been a, like a, a treasure to me. That's just been everything I've wanted from a Star Wars show in these past couple of years. So. I do just want to put it out there that the state of Mindhunter right now, I think it's canceled. Yeah, so shame. it got two seasons. Rest in peace, man. I'm so sad. Me too. It's sitting at a 98% of Rotten Tomatoes. Like people loved it. Oh, the yeah. issue was for some reason it was super expensive to shoot. So they just Netflix decided not to pay him. But Mandalorian obviously is, is a global phenomenon right now. Yeah. And these two shows are just unbelievably different. I mean, one is so realistic that the actors that portrayed the serial killers looked like the actual, the actual individual. Mm-hmm. It was almost hard to tell uh, who was who. 
And then you get the Mandalorian where it's the unlimited budget of Disney for the CGI for this out of world. Like it's unbelievably different. I have to go Mando Mindhunter. Um, I saw the first season. It was very good. And, but I think the excitement of Mandalorian and all the cool world building on Star Wars has to seal it for me. Um, I think I'm ready to vote. And I think I got to go Mindhunter. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mando squad. But like Mindhunter was just like such a binge show for me. Like I just I could not put it down. Like just seeing how they would go to each serial killer and interview them. And like you said, like the actors who p- portray the serial killers, just so, like you see those comparisons of them talking versus the, their real life counterpart. And it's just unbelievable how well they did so i have to put my vote to like mine charles manson and then the the, the big um, ed, uh yeah ed, ed kemper, yeah. Oh, kemper i haven't yeah. seen any of the mandalorian but if my vote counts i do really like mine hunter so i vote mine hunter yeah it's funny that the mando crew is a little split here and b times you haven't seen mine hunter okay yeah so i haven't seen mandalorian but i loved mine hunter too so we're gonna have a tough one here we got one-on-one with the two people that's seen them both i've seen them both oh bitch. kathleen has seen them both let's go <laughs> Hello, bitch i've seen them both <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so i am not a star wars person um i've seen some of them like i've seen some of the old ones from back in the day i've seen two of the new ones in theaters jimmy knows that during the latest one i took an hour nap in the yeah. theater because <laughs> i was so hungover that i was like I have to make a decision now. Yeah, do right. I sit through this movie or do I get a nap? And I took the nap. Uh, and when I woke <laughs> up, it was like so much cool shit was happening. I was like, this is perfect. I get it. <laughs> um, I love Mando. I just finished it on New Year's Day. So I can't wait to listen to these boys talk about this second season. But Mindhunter, I am like, I live for crime shit. Like I live for procedurals and like criminal minds is one of my favorite that the men the mind hunter if you like criminal minds which is all about the behavioral analysis unit this is how the behavioral analysis unit was made so it is just like a better because it's netflix criminal minds almost like it's amazing so mind hunter gets me and i just want to say real quick as well like i don't know if it's just because star wars is star wars like there is like you know not everyone is into star wars so like but i find myself recommending mind hunter to so many people that i just like randomly meet like people will be like oh like i'm a psychology major i'm just like mind hunter have you seen it before and it's just like i just <laughs> yeah. never do that i haven't done that yet with the mandalorian but like it's they're so niche and they're so separate they're just it's hard to compare but yeah mind hunter for me yeah um i can't believe it's looking like mandalorian is gonna take a first round exit yeah and just want to say all your opinions are dumb <laughs> <laughs> but also here comes the fighting yeah first fighting words <laughs> the uh the mandalorian i can see if you just take Mandalorian in itself, no other Star Wars, then obviously Mindhunter blows it out of the water. Mm -hmm. So that makes sense. I think the lore for Star Wars is like what you're saying. The lore for Star Wars carries Mando a long way. And bringing back one of the biggest scenes in Star Wars history. Don't want to spoil it for anybody, but yeah, I you need the other movies. I totally understand why Mando isn't going through. And let's be clear, this is a really good first round matchup. Both of both of these shows are over nine out of ten from what I understand. And Mindhunter is one of those shows where like I know for a fact I'm going to love it when I get to it. It's on my list. My list is pretty long. It's ever growing, but like <laughs> Mindhunter is one of those ones I just know. Jonathan Groff is I just saw the main character yeah. and I fucking love that guy. Uh, the Mandalorian, as like a diehard Star Wars fan, it is 
single-handedly like carrying the Star Wars universe on yeah, its back. Absolutely. The movies were trash. You were right to take a sleep during the most <laughs> recent one because it was garbage. Yeah. Like it was actually a bad film. And so were all three of them, in my opinion. Like I just didn't think there was that much. This show is making Star Wars, the Disney Star Wars, a thing. Yeah. And it's amazing. And as a Star Wars fan, like this show is very important to me. This and the boys are the two shows that I'm most invested in that are currently ongoing. And it's not even close. But between the two, it's pretty close because the boys is so good. <laughs> I um we'll get there. I we also not, cover the boys. I have not seen either of these TV shows. I'm not a big Star Wars person myself, and Mindhunter is just another thing that no one's really pushed it on to me hard enough, Dave. Sorry. Uh so that I haven't really, you know, sat down. I will say though that I've had so many conversations in the past, even just two months. My mom is like addicted to crime podcasts now. Mm -hmm. My cousins were over. They're both addicted to crime podcasts now. Like my sisters are addicted to crime podcasts. So that like genre, it just seems like so many people are interested in that. And how can you not be? While I haven't seen either TV shows, I just my two cents will be that I've only ever fallen asleep in one movie myself. B. Thompson was there with me. Uh, the Great Gatsby. The movie's terrible. The, the, <laughs> new, the like new one with, yeah, with Leo. DiCaprio. Yeah. It was a good nap though. Yeah. One of the best naps I've had. Yeah. And then you wake up. Yeah. We both fell awful. asleep. Yeah. Yeah. It's dark and cool in there. Lean back the chair. I just, yeah, I needed it. And then I woke up and they were kind of partying. I was like, okay, this is cool. Yeah, right. Okay. So we got Mindhunter. RIP Mando. Go check out our coverage of Mando season two. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. It's still no, a good show. And Carnival Row. Both. Exiting the first round. Great. Okay. This is one of my favorite first round matchups because it's the same genre. Okay. We've got another binge down coverage. Haunting of Hill House and Blind Manor together. We're doing the haunting universe mm -hmm. versus Stranger Things. Two oh, Netflix juggernauts damn. in the scary thriller type genre. I, I can take this one right off the bat. Haunting uh, universe is amazing. That's going to get my vote. Stranger Things, I understand why people loved it so much. I enjoyed it. I didn't think it was super great. The storytelling, you know, left something to be desired, though. So Stranger Things, I'm not like the biggest advocate of it. Yeah, this is a really fun matchup, like you said, because they are kind of similar shows. But I think I'm going to make this quick. Stranger Things, I think, is just like handles more childish subject matter mm. and haunting i was not ready for how zero to 100 that show goes mm -hmm. um especially haunting of hill house because <laughs> that rocked my fucking world haunting send it next it, round it's literally childish uh matters though the whole show is about like five-year-olds hill house six -year -olds. <laughs> you're not wrong but <laughs> but those were validated childish matters no yeah, yeah, yeah. it yeah, felt yeah, more yeah, it yeah, felt I'm more serious yeah. like haunting series like i'm still in my current watch of hell it's not that i like so i'm i've been stuck on episode four i think like of hill house and it's like, not that i the hate best it. episode ever. yeah no no yeah. like it's just been i'm like we had already done the podcast we had so much to cover like just so many shows like holidays all this stuff nonsense but Bly Manor was a treat for me. Like I was addicted to Stranger Things season one because of that mystery and aura to it. And I still have not, I've heard people say things about season two and I've just, I've kind of given up on it. Whereas Haunting of Hill House, like I want more and more of this kind of stuff pumping out nonstop. So I'm going to put my vote to the Haunting series. Yeah, I think actually I'm the one out of the seven of us who like Stranger Things the most. And I know that me and Luke have argued because he doesn't like it and I do, but I would still say Hill House and Bly Manor by a million um maybe a hot take i think that if you put them together it makes them weaker i like hill house hill house is like all the way to the top for me and bly manor if you put it with hill house kind of brings it down a little bit 
maybe that'll be a problem later. But for now, Hill House and Blind Manor take it. Mine could be quick, too, because I don't even want to talk about the Haunting series yet because that's going to the next yeah. round. It's fucking amazing. I, Stranger Things, I get it. It felt like when it came out originally, the season one, like this nostalgia of capturing, what is it, the 80s? Yeah. That like gathered a lot of attention and they did it really well. It was one of the first things that's done that in a while. So I get it, but Haunting blows it out of the water. Yeah, um, I'll go next. I'm. There's nothing I'm more obsessed with than the Haunting series. I, I will break some hearts here i don't think there's going to be a third haunting as of yet there's yeah. no plans for a third so he doesn't even have an idea yet whereas bligh came out almost i mean it, it took maybe two years for it to drop but they were started recording really fast but stranger things i really like i'm a big fan i watch whenever whenever it drops i binge the series up until that part like up until the season we're on i re-binge it so i've seen it a lot of times me too i love scary stuff give me a monster any day give me stupid kids doing stupid shit i love it but fly and haunting all day every day yeah and stranger things obviously i think is like culturally more popular just because you know there's you know video games there's all this other shit to go with it and bly and or the haunting series itself just is so like you said like there's potential for not to be a season yeah. three or a third season of that um what do they call it again anthology, anthology, anthology series, yeah. series yeah but like i just i don't know i just absolutely loved it and we can, I think we can move on to the next round. Yeah, here. I think we can plug really quick uh, since there's not going to be a season three, or at least we don't think there will be. We will have Midnight Mass coming out from Mike Flanagan, yep. our boy Henry Thomas. We interviewed him and uh, <laughs> Raul Coley. I, yeah, we did Henry Thomas. <laughs> Let's not skip over that. Yeah, but um, Raul Coley's in it, Kate Siegel's yep. in it. So we do so, have some recurring and characters, it's horror. So we'll it's see. Basically, the same yeah. thing, it's just not under the haunting umbrella. The pod, this podcast has made me like crave horror series now. Yeah. Like, I was a total bitch when it came to horror, but now I'm just like, I'm so in. When for we, all of it. when me and Jimmy were like, we should do the haunting series, everyone was like, crickets. Yeah, <laughs> we're like, no, seriously, come on, change my life, Kai. So I've seen uh, across these both of these shows, I've seen a total of two episodes. <laughs> Which two? Uh, the first two Stranger Things. Me and Luke were just absolutely wasted. <laughs> like 2 a.m. across those two episodes. Absolutely never went back to it. So you pick Stranger Things. It's not a sweep. <laughs> no, I would say, well, I would say haunting because of the way that the podcast series was received and how highly you guys speak of it and how like even like my sisters, my sister's friends have listened to the podcast and said, you know, hey, you guys killed it and B, the shows are amazing. So on reputation alone, haunting gets the nod. Yeah. And there's there's a difference between Kyle not watching haunting because he doesn't like scary things and him watching Stranger Things and stopping because he's not down with it. So I think that gives haunting another check, too. Yeah, I would agree with that. All right. This is going to be an interesting one. I have not seen one of these. For the first time, I haven't seen a show. So the show I have not seen is Peaky Blinders, which is as talk about a long list. This has been on my list for so freaking long. And then show that surprised me by how good it was this year with a drop Umbrella Academy by Netflix. Mm. So I'll just go and say Umbrella Academy because I have not seen Peaky, but that means that I don't that doesn't really count. <laughs> All right. So the problem here is that there's the chance that we are going to do Umbrella Academy rooks and vets and i purposely have not seen season two because i may be a rook and that's a problem um i'm a huge piggy blinders guy i'm one of the only ones who finished all the seasons which is hilarious because i've had like luke and a few of them tell me how good it is and it just so happens that luke hasn't finished the latest season piggy blinders for me 100 percent. we're letting it marinate bro yeah all right so Umbrella Academy versus Peaky Blinders. Umbrella Academy season one was, in my opinion, 
average at best. Yep. I did not think I even cared enough about season two to watch it, but season two, Netflix realized they had something and they stepped up. They put a lot more money and it looks like the writing improved by a lot. It's a lot better and the future looks bright, but Cillian Murphy as Tommy Shelby is one of the best performances I've ever seen in my life. I and agree. Tommy Shelby, I would fucking die for that guy. <laughs> the Peaky Blinders wins. It's so good. And I've yet to see the recent season, like Jimmy said, and I'm really excited because Anya's in it. Yes, she so is. See her. And Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy's performance, Cillian Murphy's performance. Let's go. Yeah, yeah Peaky Blinders by a million for me. Um, it's just way too good. As Luke was saying, Thomas Shelby is one of my favorite TV characters. Like the way he carries himself, the way he talks, the way he like the entire room reacts as soon as he enters. It's wild. And you just want to root for him, even though he doesn't always do the best thing, but I would still follow him. Yeah, I guess just to make a comment, Peaky Blinders is amazing subject matter, amazing setting, amazing acting performances. It's nice. I like that show a lot. Is that your is that your pick? Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I didn't I didn't say anything about Umbrella Academy and that's not doing it justice because I do think it is a good show. Season one started off so strong, it got me addicted. And then halfway through, I was like, I hate these characters. They're making really dumb choices. And then season two was just steady, good TV for me. All rise, baby. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Season two turned it up to 10. The music's incredible in Umbrella Academy. It's funny as hell. I love it. It oh. I, I'm the only one who chose it until Brian, possibly. No, I haven't seen either, but on <laughs> reputation alone, it's Peaky Blinders. Okay. Uh, uh, specifically, Paul, Kyle, and Luke have all like almost been making fun of me for not having watched it yet. Like, what are you, dumb, dude? Like, come on, it's Peaky Blinders, one of the best shows ever. You guys love this show. Yeah, we, dude, You we, talk we, about it with so much respect. But I, I will make um the comment I would put the first two seasons of Peaky Blinders up against the two seasons of Umbrella Academy and it would blow it out of the water. Yeah. I, I do want to plug the Peaky Blinders last thing on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm not I don't even care that much about ratings, but it's nice to know the universal consensus. And two of the the first three seasons of Peaky Blinders are a literal 100 percent like everyone just loved them. Fire. So uh, Peaky takes that one. Two completely different shows. Again, Umbrella is supposed to be fun and stupid and Peaky seems like a very serious from the half of an episode too. I've seen. They have fun. They drink. This one is going to be easy sweep. I believe we've got dark. Oh. Netflix is dark, which is okay, we next will one. cover and on. curse. <laughs> <laughs> go check out our coverage of curse. Let's babe. not even talk about dark besides saying that it's the best thing ever. I will fucking we'll disown someone at this table if they pick. Cursed. Listen, I've only seen cursed. I haven't seen dark. So I think I'm going to vote. <laughs> not only have I only seen cursed, but I've podcasted on Cursed. <laughs> I am an SME of Cursed, and I have interviewed the creator and the writer of Cursed, so I'm giving the nod to Curse. So dunk on me, boys. <laughs> yeah. Posterize me, Dave. Hold, hold on. No, well, no. I'm, I'm on your side. I've, I have wow. not seen oh, Dark. <laughs> I haven't Let's seen go. Dark, and I've only seen Curse, and we pushed that to the podcast. Say, so. Cursed is going to get dunked on. Um, The first half of Cursed, I'm going to be honest, it, it wasn't that good of a show. The second half, it actually stepped up. And it surprised me. We it was fun. a very, very good show. And if it got a season two, I would 100% watch it. And if that season two held up to the tail end of season one, it would be a solid show. And I hope they get that chance uh, because Tom Wheeler, look at our interview. He was a great guy. And, you know, he, he had plans for the story. Merlin, the magician, who was supposed to be the best character, didn't have magic for 
until the last episode of the season. Things were starting to happen in Cursed. Season two, I hope they get it because it could be good. Um, that's exactly what I was going to say right there is that I know I just want to get our sense in about Curse before we start talking about Dark, but agreed. Like if season two gets the green light, I think there is a lot of potential for Curse. We make Curse seem like a meme on this channel, but like realistically, <laughs> like the second half of it was really good. And I think like B Tom said, if it gets greenlit for a season two, like I'm all in to watch it because I think the story is going to be carried very well. I'll just say that it's a meme in the sense that the, uh, the podcast episodes flopped. Yeah, you know, like you know, I mean, we had a dozen of loyal Vincent people. Out doesn't there. have any flops. <laughs> true, true, true. Per se, it was yeah, the it content was... of the pod was still good. Oh, yes. of course, of course. And Whole the TV Green. show was not bad. Come on, Holgreen. Yeah. Holgreen was a great first episode inside joke. It's so good. But so, I do think yeah. that once we all watch Dark, looking back at this little conversation we're having right now, obviously Wait. we're poking fun and it's listen, all good fun. Listen. It's going to be hilarious. Yeah, listen, it's it's Dark is going to win because me, Kathleen, Luke, and Kyle are going to make it win, okay? I'm not... If Kathleen says cursed, we're done. Like, I'm done. I'm done. I hold so much power. Yeah, but, but I'll definitely wanna... go join Jimmy Town TV. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy Town TV will begin, and I we will defect. All right, listen. Wait, I'm not done, Kathleen. <laughs> we're not right, talking about right. Dark yet. No, no, I'm not. I'm not. But all I'm going to say with Dark is it is literally now a top two or three show, and if we ever argue rankings of shows like that, that's what Dark did to me. And I think Kyle and Luke in, as well. I, I just that's what I was going to say is just like we'll save the conversation for dark yeah. for the later rounds because it's obviously going to win here. So let's just put it at dark and leave it at that. I love it because uh, we've got Paul, Brian, and Dave for cursed. And yeah! luckily, I've seen season one of Dark, so I cannot vote cursed. But I wish I had it at this point just to push cursed. Get the fuck out of here! So yeah, Dark season one was incredible. The only reason I didn't watch two is because I kept saying. One was so convoluted. I have to rewatch it before I watch two because I watched Dark when it first dropped, like the first week. So it had been a full year and I'm like, I don't remember. So anything. we are literally going to be doing Rooks and Vets for Dark. And yeah. this conversation will get brought up again to all of our bros who said curse and because they the, will be the Rooks. And that's the exact reason why I haven't seen Dark yet. It's just because I'm holding out for the Rooks and Vets series. For we cover curse anyway. OK, so Dark <laughs> won that one. Uh, this is a good one. Me and Luke are going to fight for this one, I believe. Me and Luke have never been more butthurt in the world about this uh, show. Netflix is the OA. Just, I mean, come the fuck on. And then another fan favorite, The Witcher. Oh, that's a really good one. Right I don't now. have anything to say on it's right now, but that's a good one. In the wise words of Vince Carter, it's over. <laughs> go. go ahead, Luke. All right. So I'm a great person to start with here because I'm currently <laughs> reading The Witcher books. I fucking love The Witcher in everything that it stands for. But the OA mm. did something that I've never, it's the most unique story I've probably ever seen on a television show ever. And the way that it was written from the beginning, all five seasons, like the, the producer, I mean, the, the main writer of the show is the main actress as well. Right, so Marley she knows exactly it. what she wanted to do. She had the story front to back set out from the beginning. And after season two came out, it got canceled, even though it had good reviews. Everyone that saw it loved it. I think it was a really expensive show to create. That seems to be Netflix's issue a lot, but it ended on one of the craziest episodes of television I ever. Mean, and it was, so good. I, I can't even put into words <laughs> of like what the fuck happens in it because it's unbelievable. You wouldn't even think it's a real show if I told you about it. So I'm voting. I guess I got to vote the witcher though. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was crazy. I know because Geralt yeah. of fucking Rivia, bro. Right. Yennefer. Oh my 
that right. was a great example of how it's kind of sad that the podcast is audio only because the the look, <laughs> the realization that hit you before you said the words that you were going to say The Witcher <laughs> and the way you like kind of sighed and the body language was perfect. So let me jump in because I feel like I'm the only one who's going to choose the OA. And I agree. I love The Witcher. I'm a fan. I've watched people play the video game and I was actually just enjoying watching them play the fucking video game. Like it's lit. The OA Although canceled after two is something I will rewatch and knowing it's canceled, I'll still rewatch and enjoy every fucking second of it. It's so smart and fucked up and convoluted. It's worth the watch, even though it's canceled. I couldn't even explain the plot to you at this point. It's so wacko, but I'm going to choose the OA, although I do love The Witcher, too, and we will cover The Witcher as well on this podcast. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely picking The Witcher. I was addicted to it when it came out. I never played the games or read the books. And I've done both since because I just was addicted to that world so much. I've seen the first four episodes of the OA season one. And whenever I hear people talk about it, it's either they loved it and it was insane because, you know, they got through it or they stopped halfway through and said it was the worst show ever. Mm -hmm. And it is the slowest of slow burns, too. But the payoff is just unbelievable. And you think I could... I should watch it because I respect your opinion. I mean, we're a freaking podcast together. Well, I just couldn't do it. I couldn't get through. Well, and The Witcher was amazing. I think the problem is now at this point, I haven't seen the OA and the fact that you're telling me how slow of a burn it is and it's not going to have an ending. I won't watch it. So I, I mean, OK, they're kind of standalone seasons. Like the second season it is almost nothing to do with the I mean, that's not true, but it's like they're. <laughs> so you just straight I'm like just looking lied. at I'm looking at Luke and trying to see if that's if he that's agrees. Not true. You need to watch like no yeah. no oh no they're not stand- I didn't mean it as like they don't matter but they feel very different yeah. in the way they were shot. But I I agree. I had to watch the first episode twice of the OA because it's like an hour and twenty minutes and I was not I didn't know what I was getting myself into and I had to restart on another day. Yeah. So my vote goes to The Witcher. Like Luke and Paul uh, watched the first season, started reading the books immediately, and it's been a absolute pleasure so that's that's my vote the witcher is our kind of show you know and it really did a good job of filling the vacuum left by game of thrones i really like the witcher i haven't seen the oa kind of also sounds like our cup of tea that's sci-fi i actually have no fucking clue what the show's about (laughs) so i'm not even gonna pretend to know is it sci-fi yes very much yeah they're nodding it's a sci-fi show guys (laughs) the witcher for its part it was awesome yeah yeah i love yeah and it was a lot of world building in the first episode and confusing different timelines. I'm I'm just so excited for season two. I can just tell and and to cover it on the podcast is going to be great. Yeah, The Witcher, toss a coin. I have seen. Yeah. I don't know if I've seen the full first season of the OA. I've seen like a, a I want to say a decent amount of the first season. I remember um, things with soup, tomatoes. I think something like that. Um, there's kind of a machine in it that. I had mm-hmm. seen the OA before I'd seen Dark, but now that I've seen Dark, it reminds me of Dark. Very similar. Yeah. Um, the dance movements alone are... Uh, that's from, that's for Kathleen. I feel like the main character, she's a good actress. I just, the, like you're saying with the slow burn, there was just a lot of things that were happening that was just dragging on. And yeah. it's like, where is this going? Where's the chase and it, how do I cut to it? The OA does have one of the, my favorite lines I've ever seen in a show. And I think it's in episode one where this dude is getting blown. The girl bites her lip. He goes, ow, I bit my lip. And he goes, you getting blood on my dick? <laughs> like, like, oh my God, that is the worst way to handle it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the Witcher takes that one. Um, 
this is going to be another clean sweep, I'm pretty sure. But me and Luke will also fight for this show. So we've got Netflix's Sense8 and Amazon Prime, The Boys. Oh, yeah. All right, next round. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, the Boys is one of the best shows of all time. Yeah, I'll start off this one. Um, the Boys is going to get my vote. And that show is so good. And we'll talk about that more. Uh, Sense8 was incredible. I got recommended it to watch it by my mom. And I binged like the entire first season almost in an, an entire day. It was just so good. And it's such a shame because it seems like it was another case of the OA where they had up to five seasons, six seasons written and planned out. And it got canceled after season two. Luckily, they did get the two hour movie to wrap it up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that was some of the best tv mm-hmm. that i've seen season two was incredible it's a sensei it's a very unique show and it combines a bunch of things like cultural without getting into the plot itself it takes place all over the world yeah and you're seeing and then like there's like one of the main characters is a transgender person another one's a gay person another one's an african person another Indian, one's Chinese. Uh, yeah like all these yeah. people you're getting oh, all these cultures good. and it, it literally was so such a cult favorite after the first two seasons that when it, it got canceled by netflix the outrage was insane I think it was like the OG in terms of the public causing an actual change to happen. They're like, okay, we need to give this closure. So they decided to give them the money to do a two hour movie. And, you know, it ended great to feel good ending. It's, it's, you like it, it's good, but it's, it could have been unreal. If it got to finish, it would have been unreal. I, I think I, we had so. so I'm voting the boys because <laughs> the boys is the shit. <laughs> I just I un- now with Mindhunter, I totally understand the feel of being addicted into a show and then just having it cut cold turkey. It's just like it is just a, such a heart wrenching thing. So hearing your thoughts on the Sense Eights, it's really interesting to hear that and how you said there was like a diehard cult for it that were you know upset that it was canceled. But yeah, I mean, the and boys this, is this li- one does finish. So I still recommend everyone at this table should watch yeah, this show. But the it, boys is a top three show for me as of right now, just across all streaming platforms. And I just can't not vote against it. I think this is going to go pretty far. If if it goes pretty far, I'm going to be voting it pretty much each round. Personally, since was written by the creators of the Matrix. So obviously the Matrix has great writing and since eight's writing once everything got going and they were started revealing things that you were like, Oh my God, this is, mm-hmm. this is blowing me away. It was a great show. And it's sad that it doesn't get to see five seasons, but the boys kicks its ass. Yeah. We don't even have to talk about the boys. We cover the boys. Go listen to our episodes. Um, but it's the best. So we'll get to it in the second round, which we're officially in. Nice. Congrats. Not much fighting Good going job. on that no, time. No, no, oh, no. We were civil. Come. We the were first civil. round was the most debate was yeah. Black Mirror versus Ozark. Yeah, I know. Once, so, we, once we start getting first, first dark. Was yeah. The right. <laughs> right. Man, Mando Mine Hunter was interesting, too. Once yeah. we get to the final four, I feel like claws will be out at that I'm point. I'm going to yeah. punch someone. I, think, <laughs> I honestly think the drama one is going to have the most fight because I'm ready to throw down on some. I'm just going to put this out there that all the shows that I liked moved on. <laughs> so that's a thing. <laughs> I'm so happy for you. Anyway. Um, <laughs> wow. Thank you so much. That okay. So, so no surprise what should be against each other here if you were paying attention. So we've got Black Mirror versus The Queen's Gambit. Mm. I'll start. I'm going to choose The Queen's Gambit because I just think it's like a perfect season of television. I would recommend it to anybody, whether you like chess or not. Black Mirror, I have seen maybe like 
70% of the episodes and they're great and I love them, but it just doesn't hold up to like a perfectly crafted season. I think it's easier to do these like hour one offs than it is to write a show that's riveting about chess. So Queen's Gambit gets my vote. I'm also going to go with the Queen's Gambit. And this is a close one because Black, they're very different shows. Uh, I like what you said about Queen's Gambit was just a thoroughly crafted start to finish sort of thing. It's like a full season. But what does it for me is the character, Beth Harmon. (sighs) She was just so cool and badass. And also, I really liked the retro vibes, kind of like what I think, Luke, you brought it up with Stranger Things, what they did. I feel like they kind of did the same exact thing, just these really, really in-depth settings. That was, what was the era? 50s, 40s, 50s? Something like that. Ish, But it was just a really cool show. Loved the character. Give me Queen's Gambit. Queen's Game was so good that people want a season two when you don't need, there's nothing to do after this. It had the beginning. It had the end. There is literally nothing to do. It's just a perfect one season limited series, but it was so good. People will just let you write a season two with Beth just playing chess. So Queen's Gambit. I haven't seen Queen's Gambit yet. I mean, I'm, I will. And I, I feel like I really enjoy like those one season start to finish shows, even though it, Watchmen was one of those shows and I really enjoy it. And it does want me craving more, but, why ruin something that's just already just so perfect, you know, like that's that's all I wanted to say. Yeah, I'm going to vote for the Queen's Gambit, so I'll just say that right now. But Black Mirror, everyone should give it a chance. It has something for everybody. Every single episode is so unique and different. Each season is so disconnected. There's very few things that carry over through. There's a couple of things that it seems more just like Easter eggs rather than actually plot points that carry through. So like the highs, I said this earlier, the highs are so high for me that I love like five or six of the episodes oh, that they're yeah. just, I think about them still to this day. It's been years since I've seen it, but the lows are pretty bad. There's some really awful episodes in there. So Queen's Gambit gets the nod. Yeah. Queen's Gambit for me. So I shouldn't have said anything before we started this round about my undefeated streak because I'm going to say Black Mirror. Okay. Um, Just because, well, like I said, hey, I haven't seen Queen's Gambit, but it's really funny that I went into this segment that I'm speaking right now as the words are coming out of my mouth, uh, saying that the whole episodic, feature of black mirror was great compared to the one-off season and then everyone hyped up the one-off season and now i'm kind of rethinking it <laughs> but i would just want to say that it's interesting that when luke said that black mirror has a little bit of something for everyone and black mirror was a cultural phenomenon when it came out when it was really putting content out in episodes and queen's gambit also is like a cultural phenomenon but about this one super specific niche of chess yeah which is just like i know it's funny how they both kind of took opposite approaches where black mirror has an episode about literally everything and Queen's Gambit's just about chess, but they both impacted like global culture so much. Before we let Black Mirror rest in peace, I'll just say I I agree. You should watch Black Mirror. Ask your friends for your gateway episodes. Don't just watch a random episode. You once you watch the good ones, you'll appreciate the other ones for what they are. But there are definitely ones that are better than others. And if you want a gateway one that's sweet like sugar, you do San Junipero. That was the Emmy nominated one. And it's probably the only one that doesn't end in pure devastation. Yeah. So. I like uh, White Christmas better. That's John Hamm, oh, too. Yeah. Who is so, I mean, yes. savage. He's San a great Junipero actor. Almost shouldn't be a Black Mirror episode. The only reason it is is because of the technology aspect of it. But it's not like devastating. Yeah. And I should have said this when it was against Ozark. But the thing about Black Mirror is I understand how how good it is but i don't like to feel like shit at the end of every goddamn yeah, episode like true. literally i feel awful 
after almost every one. They're just so fucking interesting. They man, are. They are, but I, I don't like, feel how good. How do people's brains work like <laughs> they this? They straddle that line of like, this shit could fucking happen. Yeah. Man. yeah. Like the social media one. Oh, no, I was just about to say that. It's fucking scary. insane episode. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it's kind of like, dude, like, I could legitimately see that kind of becoming a thing in the world. The episode that had Bron from Game of Thrones hurt my heart. Wait, so which bad. one was that? That was the this twist I, ending yeah, that just destroys true. your life. Like it's the one where uh, the kid gets caught in the laptop and they have the oh yeah. my that fuck. that one. Actually, I I haven't watched Black Mirror since I swear. Yeah, fun fact, I'm not even, fun I'm not fact, even joking. Before that episode, I did not have a post-it covering the camera on my laptop. Oh, now I, I do. did too. Yeah, I did too. That was that episode. I don't. Also, fun ah. fact: San Junipero is one of like the three episodes I have yet to see of Black Mirror. Yeah, it was, it's Emmy nominated. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's yeah. incredible. Mackenzie Davis, she's great in that. It's it's good. It's good. Yeah. There's a lot of really renowned actors in, throughout, literally yeah. throughout. Like I think even Miley Cyrus in the new season. Oh, okay, boy, is there's she? some Peaky Blinders actors. Ashley I forget L. Johnny from Peaky yeah. Blinders. In I forget. I mean, name. just sitting here thinking about the episodes that I really remember from Black Mirror, and it's just like that shit could fucking happen. I I'm know. gonna say it again. Like the whole like bioenhanced soldier thing and the, the negative impacts of it and all that stuff is just like yep. crazy. I feel satisfied with that conversation right yeah, there. Yeah. Even, though even though we're cutting it down, Black Mirror, I did not. I thought I was going to be the one having to fight for yeah, it. We love you. You Black guys have Mirror. an appreciation. I got you. Of it. Queens, <laughs> Queens Gambit takes that one. Okay. So next we've got The Haunting of Hill House and Bly Manor versus Mindhunter. I'm going to go first again and say Hill House and Bly. I don't have much to say. That's just it. I love Mindhunter. I think we said all we could say. All, all I can say. Sorry. Dave's Dave's vote is the, obviously the most curious one here because he hasn't seen all of Hill House yet, which is the highlight of the two. I, I understand its value, though, from what you guys yeah. have. Like, I can I feel like I can talk pretty confidently about it. And oh, my God, like both of these shows, I fucking binged mm-hmm. like both wrote me. And this is literally so tough for me to say. I'm I'm only going to say Mindhunter just because I think that I just enjoy that genre of tv more than uh horror like i said before getting into this podcast like i never was one for horror so i'm just gonna stand by my like just what i enjoy as a show and i'll pick mine under it is so tight because like i said i binge the fuck out of both these shows i absolutely love both these shows yeah this is not gonna slide you did you're halfway through hill house yes not yeah. even not even have you did not pinch the fuck out of Hill House, bro. At least Bly Manor, and I really yeah. enjoyed Bly Manor, but me like, too. which leads me to believe if you watch Hill House, you're gonna you would. Fine. I would say I don't start know. over and do it again all at once. I will, I, absolutely. I mean, I'm getting hyped talking about we, all these shows while you watch. Say, so, yeah, I got this podcast. I can recommend you. Yeah, yeah. I got <laughs> we cover Haunting of Hill House and Bly Manor, but what I want to say, I want to jump in here with Dave's horror. I don't think Bly and Hill House should be considered horror it's straight like up thriller. And I like, no, see that. Well, I see psychological. I don't want to consider Bly and Hill House horror. I don't want you to say, do you want a good horror show? Watch Hill House because there's the family, the drama to it. The the whole story is why we're hooked. We're not hooked because of the ghosts. So you even know Bly is a love story, not a, <laughs> I don't know, a tragedy. Yeah, I was right. just going to say Hill House is much more a horror yeah. than Bly. Yeah. yeah. And so. even though with Haunting of Hill House, we love talking about the secret ghosts. You know, that was my jam, you know, <laughs> and we loved the, everything with the ghosts. But I mean, to me. It was the characters that made me keep watching, and the love Hot Mama more. Hot Mama, <laughs> but no, yeah, hundred percent Hill House, baby. You, uh, yeah, Hill House is the show that rewards you for paying attention to the details. When you find the little things in the back, when you pay attention, find the ghosts or connect scene to scene, what's going on, 
and it starts to unravel, it's a great feeling. Just don't pay too much attention. <laughs> like the freaking dumbwaiter <laughs> serial number where I was like, this is going to come back into play. Dude, um, he was you were such a good rook with that though. <laughs> we were so were proud of you. Luke and Paul were great rooks. Outside the house? <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, um, you guys are great rooks. Yeah, uh haunting and black. Okay. Definitely. I will happily take that L on that one. Happily. Never Kai never seen. And I'm a little scary cat. <laughs> <laughs> haunting, send it. I will say that mine hunter is way more up my alley uh than haunting is. I'll probably eventually get to haunting. And then, you know, I'm sure you guys have a podcast you can recommend. Yeah. <laughs> But I guess if I have to vote, I'll vote mine, Hunter. But my vote literally means nothing. <laughs> it's procedural. Okay. So next, this is a big one. I'm scared. We've got dark and we've got Peaky Blinders. Oh, shit. This is going to be bloodbath. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think it is, though. I think it's actually going to be more of a sweep than you the, would think. The three yeah. heads of dark all are going to unanimously say dark over Peaky yeah. Blinders. And we fucking are probably the three heads of Peaky Blinders. Yeah. So I just don't. Think there's wow. that much I of love a conversation. That correlation. That's a fun yeah. correlation. Yeah, I call mean, us the three heads. Peaky Blinders is incredible. I want to say season three was kind of lost the plot a little bit for me. Season four was amazing though, and it's just not even in the same ballpark as Dark. No, Almost nothing it's, is. It's crazy. It really is. And and I really once we get into maybe closer to the championship or some other talking in the drama series. Like when we get into my other options for the top three or so we can talk, but dark really, I'm the one who's seen all of Peaky Blinders and I would say Peaky Blinders is freaking phenomenal, but dark is just, I might say, I will, I might say actually that Peaky Blinders has better acting. Like I just love the actors and their and the character actors in Peaky Blinders. But Dark with the story, the fact that it actually has such a crazy story that there's no plot holes. Yeah. And you would think there has to be. Yeah. It's 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 such a good show. I mean, it really is. So I'm going dark. I think you make a really good point about the characters and like the acting. Uh in Peaky, the characters are so much grander and bigger and not obnoxious, but like they have life to them and dark such like kind of like a solemn dark show you know that the characters seem a lot of the purpose of the characters is literally just to be a, like a lot part of the family they're yeah, literally exactly. like the chess piece is moving <laughs> yeah. exactly they it's it just dark might be my favorite show ever top three and peaky blinders is on that top 10 list and there's a, a valley gap between the yeah two. let's say tears yeah. out of the 10 i haven't been this excited to watch a show in so long dark i can't wait to cover this as a rook and i've seen i've seen the first episode but i was you know i was told to you know kind of cut it off just because of the podcast from what i'm hearing like i don't even understand the core concept of what dark is still and from what they're saying right now it's just like let's fucking get this podcast rolling please. like can we do it it will be coming soon (laughs) and i guess i can't not mention this if we're gonna you know leave peaky blinders uh from the rest of the bracket because bracket rather because it's gonna lose that shout out to my boy Johnny Dogs. That's my fucking boy yep. from Peaky Blinders. Just had to give him a little love. Johnny Dogs, fucking love baby. that guy. Yep. Yeah, I would have to just vote Peaky Blinders because I haven't finished Dark yet. Peaky Blinders is just so good. You grow to like love all the characters when you find out like who they are and how they think, and that show will rip your heart apart at, mm. at times. Um, I mean, it's it's. Like I was saying, Peaky Blinders is about the characters and Dark is about the story. Yeah. And it depends which one you're going to appreciate more. I can only talk about this based on what I know from what I've been told from the people at this table. <laughs> and by reputation alone, 
from the four people here, Dark is a better show. So that's where my vote's going. And Dave, I'm on the same boat. If you guys can hype up a show to make me like chomping at the bit to podcast about it, because it seems like very complex and intricate, the kind of show where you want to have a conversation that lasts two hours after every episode, just to like figure things out. And Dave, I don't even know what the show's about. Just like you, I'm like really excited for it. Like, I'm already saving a spot in my top three for this show based on what you guys are talking about. Like, I am so fucking excited for us to sit down and have these conversations. And this is the number one show I've ever experienced in my life that I just want to watch with someone who has never seen it before. Yep. Like I want to literally sit there in the room and watch you watch the fucking <laughs> Yeah. We need the reaction videos. Me and Kyle love reaction videos. So he's dying for yeah, this. I'm expecting like pages of notes from the Rooks when we have our pod because you need it. You really do. This is going to be really funny because we're going to be doing not simultaneously, I guess, but dark and magicians very close together. And it's the first one that all seven of us want to be on both Dude, of these. These are going to be the most fun podcast series we're going to do by far, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so our last one of this round is a tough one. Witcher versus the boys. Mm. And I'm going to say I would rather watch the boys 10 out of 10 times versus the Witcher. Even though I love the Witcher, I would kill myself for the boys. Yeah, I'll go next. And like I said, the Witcher was great. It got me to the point that I was so hooked that I had to start reading the books. I had to know what the fuck was going to happen next. But the boys is just personally for me, top three, top two, maybe in top one show for me. Like, I want to carry this show all the way to the final four if I have to. And I will. So I'm voting the boys. I feel like all seven of us are kind of superhero junkies. Anything the MCU comes out yeah. with, we're all over it. And the boys taking this whole anti-hero yep. approach and just mm -hmm. making the superheroes the villains. I can't get enough of it. Like, I really can. And Carl Urban, just as fucking butcher. I, Anthony Diabolical, <laughs> man. Give me the boys. And I, The Witcher's great. It's awesome. And I'm really excited for it going forward. But right now, through two seasons, The Boys is... I'm excited about that one. Yeah, when we were starting this podcast, one of the first things we did as kind of a warm-up was our lists. Top 10 this, top 10 that, whether it's shows, actors. And one of the things we were saying at the time was that The Boys is so good, but we need to see how it does for another season. Okay? And it killed it with another season and the witcher will be similar. We, we don't have that second season yet. It's still the first season. They could kill it for the second season too. But right now the boys is just like Luke was saying earlier about one of the other shows, all rise baby. And I'm taking the, the two seasons against the witcher. The boys is the pick here, but I will give it to the witcher and you cannot, I can't personally say this about a lot of shows. I could see the witcher ending up, in the same conversation as the boys when it's all said and done, like five, six seasons down the road. And I agree. I, there's not a lot of shows you can say that about because the Witcher world is so immersive and has so much lore built in the background. It's like Game of Thrones where there's always you can always read stuff that enhances the actual product. And the Witcher's just like pure fantasy, just bliss. And, and so that's just exactly what you want. Tag's already said this. Witcher is what we love, but same with the boys. But the fantasy aspect is what we all love and brought us together pretty much. Knowing what's to come in The Witcher, I think season two is going to be phenomenal. I think based on how the books and how the show are lining up, I think season three, if it gets that far for The Witcher, is going to be the season. But I, I still like am just so excited to see how they put it on television versus the books. So love The Witcher. Hate to see it get bounced, but it's to the best show right now. Is your vote the boys too? Yeah, it's the boys. Gotcha. It's the boys. 
Yeah, this is really painful for me. <laughs> I am so passionate about both of these. Paul's Paul head be, was Paul on the table. Be, Paul's head might... was on the table when I said these two. <laughs> I would say Paul likes The Witcher the most out of all of us. So this is going to be fun to watch you vote for the boys. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I want to watch you go back on everything yeah, you've I ever think said. I'm going to talk it out and convince myself what to vote. But, oh my God, it's just so good. Because The Witcher like, is the perfect case of Henry Cavill is so unbelievably passionate and, and good looking and, and unbelievably handsome. Be of good looking. Yeah. My girl, Jennifer. Oh, oh my dude, goodness. Yen, um, she was just a like, breath of fresh air because I've never heard of that actress before. And mm. she comes in and gives like the performance of a lifetime. But I mean, Henry Cavill is so passionate that he got the prop crew to make a sword with a tilted hilt so it could more represent Geralt's fight style. It's like little details like that. He is one of the most likable human beings on the planet. He's one of us. He's passionate about the Witcher. So it just, you could just feel that in his performance. Yeah, Uh, it was just so good. And the monsters and the world building there, it literally made me read the books. So that is going to be like, that's all I can think about is the show form of the books. And it's going to be insane. You're allowed to choose it. Like the boys. Is yeah. What's win, your, what's your vote? Yeah. No, I'm thinking the boys. <laughs> like, the, the boys is too good. When people ask me a show to watch, I would just say the boys yeah. and like Barack Obama put it on his list. Yeah. He's not, <laughs> he's not afraid to say, Hey, I watch a show where superheroes are shrinking themselves and jumping into other girls snatches. Yeah. Literally the first episode. Yep. I will say objectively, after you watched the show, you went crazy for the universe of The Witcher. You were all over the video games, the books. Like, I've never seen you be like that. Yeah, you I love know. The Witcher, man. This must have been a hard one for you. Yeah, it definitely. This was without a doubt. This could have been the final matchup for me. Luke's definitely right when it'll be revisited in a couple of years. If, and having multiple seasons of both will be a very, very fun oh, conversation. Well, before we move on, the soundtrack. Oh, my God. The soundtrack to The Witcher. One of the best I've heard. Soundtrack to the boys, though. Also fire. We didn't start the fire. Well, no, well, that's, I, I will say that soundtrack's like incredible, school. too. All right, Paul. I'm going to ask you an important question. I want to know, Starlight or Yennefer? <laughs> what do you do? Go. What do you do? Go. Uh, I got to go Yen, man. I want to say I'm the only one who hasn't voted yet, I think. I'm going to vote for the boys. Um, We've said all can be said about The Witcher. Great TV show. Lots of potential, which I'm excited to see realized in the coming years. I re- I was introduced to Henry Cavill for the most part from what Batman vs Superman. When he is Superman, he looks great as Superman. Definitely had me questioning my sexuality. And then The Witcher dropped, and I was like, "Damn, am I doing this? Am I am I falling in love with this man right now?" Uh, I just wanted to say, yeah, Henry is just the bomb, and he is like, Yen's a great actress, but. Geralt is just amazing in the TV show. Like, I just want to follow him and watch him do things. Last note on The Witcher, because I know it's getting dropped. It is the character of his name's Yasker in the show. Yeah. Is one of the truest, in my opinion, translation of a character from book to screen. Like that dude plays the character exactly as he's written. I guess so does so does Henry Cavill, but the Witcher's a little more monotone, a little easier to play. That dude is perfect, Dandelion. Sweet. Sweep on the boys. Like Brian said, toss a coin. We love you, Witcher, but we'll see you next year. Um, Okay, next we've got, this is uh, the semifinals. Okay. Is that the semifinals? Four. Four. Okay. Yes. That's where we are. This is tough. 
First of all, I say that every time. This is tough. It's definitely getting tough now. Yeah. Um, but dark versus the queen's gambit. Easy, mm, yeah. easy clap. I was gonna say Luke is gonna have the the it's, most insight. It's too self contained being one season. Yeah. The, the ceiling's capped for Queen's Gambit, and we're not. We can't praise Dark enough. Dark is the boot. Listen, unless you're gonna tell me I have to go against Breaking Bad or maybe Game of Thrones or something like that, I'm going Dark every time. So, but I do think that it's gonna be interesting because some of you guys who haven't seen Dark have seen Queen's Gambit and obviously love that show. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, this could. This is a tough. Yeah, this one needs to be people who have seen both. Which is very. I, so th- oh, you, damn, Kyle! We needed you. Literally, me and you. Well, that yeah. yeah we're both in dark. Yeah. Well, I've seen one season of Dark, and I've seen one season of Queen's Gambit. Okay. Well, well, well what do you say, Kathleen? What do uh, you do? Go. I like Tag said. I love Beth Harmon, and I. I mean, how could I? Jonah love that guy too. Yeah. You know, Dark is fucking amazing, and I loved season one. Um, I'm gonna pick Queen's Gambit because I don't know. If, I just if, like if, it better. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, if if this is a real conversation, because I guess me and Luke take it because there's three of us, and me and Luke already said dark. I would just throw down on that, just because you have to see all three to care about what the I'm a girl and I like Beth like all, meaning all three seasons you have to see all three seasons of dark yeah. to make a decision I'm willing to concede on dark if it's a show that is better than it but yeah. objectively dark is better than I'm Queen's totally Gambit. okay with dark moving on here yeah if this is coming down to people who haven't seen both which it's not obviously but just based on recommendation alone and the oh. hype around hmm. what's to come it's got to be dark so, honestly for me so during our rooks and vets we're going to talk about what you guys think about Cursed yeah. versus Dark and Queen's Gambit versus Dark. <laughs> All right, yeah. Uh, I will say, as I was saying earlier, I've only seen a few episodes of Dark, but Netflix does have a thing where when you scroll over the thumbnail, it plays a little bit of the show. And for some reason, it played a part of Dark Season 3. What? And I was like blown away because nothing even close to that was happening well, in episodes yeah. three Isn't it the black ball thing yeah, that'll yeah. Happen. yeah they're fine you're fine yeah you're i fine. know but but just from where i am now <laughs> from where i am now at episode three and i would love to see and i'm incredibly excited for, to see how it gets to fucking whatever that is yeah you fuck with science bro we we love science it. science fiction we love yeah. it i would abstain if my vote were to make a difference but I'm going to look back and dark is going to be a better show. Like I trust the opinion of the people sitting next to me enough to know that mm-hmm. and myself. So if my vote dark, yeah, yeah. I don't care. <laughs> I don't give a shit. My uh, fucking Queen's man. Gambit is amazing. Shout out chess. Um, also, I think <laughs> shout out to all of chess. <laughs> also, I think we are suffering from a lot of recency bias. Yes. Queen's Gambit just came out. We're hype about it. I don't know if I'm going to rewatch it. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna rewatch it actually. I you just convinced yourself. Yeah, I'm gonna rewatch it. I looked over at Kathleen and she was just like, Yeah, you are, dude. <laughs> I am. Um, but dark, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna look back. The podcast is gonna be so much fun. Uh dark, dark. Listen, it. I was so I'm close to rewatching end- Queen's Gambit like yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna end this by saying dark's making it to the final. I love watching these boys squirm, like watching Jimmy just geek out, yeah. counting the people, thinking of who dark yeah. has to go up against in the final <laughs> round. And speaking of that, the contestants are the boys and the haunting universe boys the boys boys i love, I love both but I so mean. this is where i think the boys wins no matter what but this is where i'm i'm going with the whole hill house and blind manor 
Bly Manor makes the whole two seasons together worse. All right, if it was or just lower in quality, if it was just Hill House versus the boys, what are you going with then? I I'm no, I still think this. the boys wins, but it actually would make it closer, a lot closer to me. That's just like, all I want. I like, just wanted to hear. Talk that. about shows you won't rewatch. I don't think I would rewatch Bly. I already have okay. so dab. <laughs> I rewatch. I will rewatch Hill House a million story, times, baby. <laughs> After last matchup of the boys and the Witcher, dude, you think I'm gonna pick? The haunting universe over the Witcher, fuck no. And like, <laughs> like B. Tom said earlier, like we love like superheroes. We love the whole MCU, and this anti-hero thing is just a new spin on this that we've never seen before. And going back to the uh, haunting and Mindhunter conversation, to go off of that, The Boys is just more up my alley of genre, which is why I'm going to pick that. Not just because of that. It also has a great story, uh, great characters. Everything about it is perfect for me. So I'm going to go with the boys. So the boys is the pick again, and it's going to be the, the probably the winner of the bracket, but the, but the boys is going on to the next round. And speaking of what you just said about the comedy, the boys does it. The boys does comedy. It attacks it in a, in a very unique way. And I think part of the reason for those that don't know is Seth Rogen's a producer. I think he's an executive producer on it. So he's very involved and, you know, it's just top tier comedy in a way that isn't seen a lot in super hardcore dramas like this. But that's just like a random tangent because the boys is perfect in almost every way. I think it's the shit. But yeah, like this, this is the kind of show that resonates. We we bonded always since we were kids on superheroes and stuff like that. Like this is just right up the alley. If it's not fantasy, it's superheroes. Like those are the two things that really I would say connected Bingetown TV. But you know, haunting for what it's worth, I would say would have been the third. It would have beaten out uh what just lost. Queen's Gambit. It would have beaten out Queen's Gambit I for totally me personally. Agree. I 100% agree as well. That's a very interesting comment. Yeah. Go ahead, I will say. My two cents, it, it's kind of the same as what Jimmy said. If there was a separate entity in the anthology other than Bly that was as good or better than Hill House was, I would be hard-pressed to vote for the boys over two separate stories of the quality of Hill House. Bly Manor wasn't as good as Hill House. That brings it down. The boys is better. We've already talked about it. This show is like legit and if they come out with a third season that holds up with the first two seasons this is like best show of all time territory let's let's really quick do a hypothetical the boys season one versus hill house, hill house. season one yeah hill house, hill house. okay because hill house. and and again it's kind of like like hill house versus queen's gambit is very interesting because those are two like limited series beginning and end okay my procedural vote will be the boys because i have not seen the haunting anthology series uh, my comment will be that I cannot imagine that there is a character in Haunting that I will love as much as I love my dog, Frenchie. Yeah. So I'll leave it at that. You love your eccentric characters, I man. I fucking you love sure Frenchie. I got first comments on this next upcoming matchup. I call it right now. <laughs> I got first comments. Okay, you're rude. Um, uh, no, I'm kidding. But I'm going to end this one. The boys. Yeah. Okay, he I, went, the boys. Really quick. The boys. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Last matchup I'm... took everything out of Paul. <laughs> All right, wait, Paul. Hot Mama or Starlight? <laughs> Starlight. Again. Okay. No. Hot Mama, man. Um, I like Starlight. Okay, hot, so Hot Mama and Bly, dude. I don't know. <laughs> well, that's because they made Hot Mama in Bly? No, you're saying I don't know like he doesn't oh, like her. Oh, I was going to say you're choosing Hot Mama in Bly over no. Hot Mama in Haunting? That's no. insane. Starlight or Theo? Oh god. Theo. Starlight. Theo. I like Starlight. I'm going to save all my boys' comments yeah. for the next round. Yeah. Jimmy likes Starlight. No, I like Starlight, guys. I'm a big Starlight guy, too. 
I could write a novel about how much I love the Haunting series. I think they're literally perfect. Bly as well. Bly is almost perfect. You guys convinced me of some flaws in throwing it. But RIP, that was one of my, besides the hundreds, like my funnest podcast stuff was doing the Hill House series. So. Cursed. Yeah, that was fun too. It's always <laughs> fun, but I just really loved it. It was like my passion was like bleeding out of my ears. Dave called. He gets the first comment. We're in dark versus the boys. The first, championship. So, yeah, I'm going to go boys. But even though I haven't even seen dark to make me even question this decision in my mind already is just like unbelievable to me. The fact that I'm getting this possible greatest show of all time from dark and to be able to even not even know the show and still make it a competition. See, it's crazy. Like, listen, I don't know. I don't like this. I don't like the hyping people up so much that it's going to let them down. Shut up about it. I don't it's think it's not gonna fucking, fucking possible. Let you down. Yeah, yeah, not possible. I okay, Jimmy, it might have been like episode three for the hundred that we did back in like May or June. That's how those months go chronologically. They sure <laughs> and do. you were talking like you had just finished season one, maybe, yeah. and you were like, "This is gonna be the best show I've ever seen in my yeah. life." And then I watched season one, and. I said, this is going to be the best show I've ever seen in my life. And then I watched season two and I was like, this is the best show yeah. I've ever seen in my life. Season two consumed every bit of bandwidth in my head when I was watching mm -hmm. it. I could not think of anything but dark because it's yeah. just, it's, it's a hundred percent around to me. Everyone knows that's the fucking shit. And season three ends so well and satisfying that not a lot of shows get that. That's, that's the reason that it, it sticks as probably a top show ever because of how good it ends mm -hmm. and everything is just so well done to that point. But I'm willing to concede the boys in this vote simply because you got enough, not enough. You guys have seen it. Like I would vote for dark personally, but I feel uncomfortable having that win without at least a couple more of you guys have seen it. I will place the caveat on the fact that you guys haven't seen it because you're waiting for the podcast. Damn. If we didn't have a podcast, that was my defense. You already fucking know you guys would have watched dark already. Yeah. And yeah. would be voting for it. Comment that I've been saving is that. Like Luke's been saying, like it literally took over my life. I was just disregarding all responsibilities, skipping class. I was a fiend on the Reddit. Like if you check the dark Reddit, like there's definitely a bunch of comments from me. Like it's like really long novels on the Reddit, like just hours of YouTube videos. Like it's just I respect it. I've yeah. never Game of Thrones was like as a series, like all the lore and everything consumed me too. Yeah. I mean, season eight, we did the death pool. I was like spending like hours each week typing up emails for people and shit like just oh, yeah, like deep this. in the wiki and everything yeah and dark had me the same way it was unbelievable i wanted to know everything and there's so much to know it's just so good sure this has been hyped up a lot and mate like maybe there will be some disappointment i highly doubt it but like you we've all said already multiple times we have been friends for fucking years i trust these guys with opinions on books anime tv shows movies more than anybody else in the world. So my expectations, sure, they're high. I just still don't see myself being disappointed. That being said, I've only seen the boys. And like I said, I'll carry this fucking... I'll carry this <laughs> show to the fucking championship if I have to. Me I'm going to vote the boys. So my vote is the boys too. Uh, I have to because I haven't seen yeah. Dark yet. But I will say I voted Dark over Queen's Gambit based on reputation alone. What you guys tell me, I'm voting for the boys here because... Even after I finish Dark, I probably will like three seasons of Start to Finish Dark more than an ongoing two seasons of The Boys. But I think I can look back and be like, you know what? I like Dark more now, but like The Boys is still quality. Like they're on the same 
it's the yeah. championship for a it's, reason. Yeah, it's the championship. Yeah. Yeah. But, I, I mean, the boys I've seen it. Like, I love the boys. I'm so excited for Dark, though. I have no issue with Dark losing to the boys. I, I agree point. with Luke and Kyle. I wouldn't feel comfortable either with Dark winning just because four out of the seven haven't seen it in all three seasons. But at this point, I definitely would go Dark. And another point for what it's worth, I think Netflix did they did their own personal Twitter bracket of all the Netflix originals, and I think Dark won. Yeah. Yeah. Meaning like globally people knew, you know, what mm-hmm. we're telling you. Uh yeah, I'm gonna vote the boys here. I will say that there is a dub yeah, of I, Dark and do not watch it. Garbage. No. Wait, not I watched it. I watched it in dub. I watched all of it in dub. Don't do Fucking that. stupid. Don't ever do that. It's just like anime. It's like I would never watch anime. Like it's 99% so of the time, I would it never watch anime. the quality of it. I agree. 100%. Yeah, but I, if, you do, if you do subtitles with... They do the subtitles for the German. Yeah. What's the, so if so you're I, reading I'm it reading and taking it. that yeah. as gospel, then sure, that's yeah. fine. But I don't know why I'm reading it, but here, I just like it better. I don't what it says is how are you doing and what you're hearing is like how's it going it's like yeah. that's not but but it's, it's it's the, yeah, yeah the cultural translation there's little bits that's lost in it and that's really when you get down to like the nitty-gritty of the show or the movie those little details mean so much without so, a doubt especially with dark like there's so much like science like science and like the philosophy of like the conversations that they talk about with like free will and you know like the passage of time and all these yeah. things like you need the source material like you need it how it's supposed if to be. one little thing gets translated incorrectly and that sticks with you it could ruin your entire perception about what's going on okay mm-hmm. deal yeah. that being said the boys is the best show ever wait Paul, best show ever or best show in this bracket? No, best show in this bracket. Okay. I mean, to do Tony Starr as the Homelander, we like didn't yeah. talk about him enough. And uh, the boys is about to win. Like he is maybe my favorite bad guy. Yeah. In yeah. anything. I, I did want to talk about him in the finale. I forgot to bring it up, but he is in the same breath that I say that um Cillian Murphy is as top five acting performances, regardless of medium being a movie show, whatever. It's just unbelievable how much he steals every single scene anytime he's talking and he's a bad guy he's the main bad guy that just doesn't happen often i mean this show is so good with kyle urban like the entire cast kyle urban, kyle urban. Kyle. are you on a carl, podcast bro carl urban um jack quaid as huge diabolical i mean it's so cunt. good <laughs> with, with boy cunt usually when you have this many actors on a crew not all of them are going to be stars. And I mean, Laz as MM. Oh, my God. Can I say my opinion? I can't wait to watch Dark. And I was kind of just trying to stir the pot when I was like, don't set it up for failure whatever. But um, I, for the boys, bring it back to. Thanks some, for that contribution. What someone said um, about being able to suggest it. The boys is literally I would suggest it to anybody whereas dark i probably wouldn't suggest to my stupid friends you know uh, I mean? no, no i mean i, I tell everyone to watch dark I don't like, fuck. Um, there's definitely some people that would just be like what yeah, you have to think I don't, but, I don't care either but i'm just saying but the, i think the boys is just the perfect mix of good story and hilarity and amazing characters starlight is my girlfriend and huey is my boyfriend i but like i i like a show that makes me love the bad guys too I mean, girl power, everything. It's just perfect. For a uh, show called The Boys, we've got some good girl power. So Yeah, with w- when we were going Dark versus Peaky Blinders, I was saying Dark's more story, Peaky Blinders more character. But The Boys is, is a blend. You know, it's phenomenal characters, awesome. phenomenal story. I'm happy with it being the champion. It's the champion! It's the champion, wow. Well-deserved. Well-deserved. Well yeah. And I, I final comment on it, it is the best ongoing show. 
Yeah. Amazing. Love that. That's it? We don't have anything else to say? <laughs> I feel like we crowned a champ and then everyone was like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, what the fuck? No, it's cool. I think it was pretty obvious going into the bracket that the boys being in this bracket without Game of Thrones in it and the magicians, it was going to be top two regardless. Just because of we podcast on it, it's very well esteemed. It's relevant right now. It's recent. Drama bracket's going to kill us. I want to put yeah, yeah. that was going to be intense. I want to put a little, was, you know, I want to put a little asterisk next to the boys until everyone's seen dark, but hell yeah. I'm Hell a little salty. Yeah. I said earlier that I'm okay with it. But I'm a little salty. <laughs> I think I I'm, at least tried to, but the people that haven't seen Dark yet have been putting asterisks next to it. Like I said, I'm going to revisit this. There's nothing more in the world that I would love than to watch a show that blows all these shows out of the way. Like, give me the best yeah, show right? of all time. Oh, I'm I got gonna, it. I got gonna, it. One. I want to send uh, Amazon Studios an email, let them know that the boys won. Yeah, okay. They're going to be interested to hear that. So. Mm. All right, I don't have an exit written down, so we're just going to YOLO this. That was our first bracket. It was called Streaming Originals. Uh, that was fun, boys. Uh, what a pleasure. I uh, had a blast. Uh, okay, so the final four were Dark, Queen's Gambit, The Boys, and Haunting. Four fucking awesome shows. All that came out this year. Yes, Dark had a season this year. Yeah, season three. Nice. Came so out in 2020 or I mean, streaming is just new in general. So, But yeah. we cover a lot of these shows that we talked about, and we will cover seasons coming up of these shows, namely uh, Dark, Cursed, Cursed, Cursed. Uh, <laughs> The Witcher, etc., etc., whatever it is. We are Bingetown TV. And thanks for listening. We love you guys. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.